Okay, welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. Um, that was an interesting take on a Dead Kennedys classic, uh, Police Truck, uh, by a band called Guest. And uh, you can find that on... Uh, it's a really interesting. It's a blast beat tribute to the Dead Kennedys, uh, and it's by um, a record label called The Hills Are Dead. Um, started off with that, a bit of a digital smear to that, wasn't it, Pete? What do you reckon? Yeah, it reminds me of those, uh, you know, in the 90s, Earache in particular did, you know, kind of gabber or dance influenced metal. And it was all around the older age, mid 90s. Do you remember? Bands uh, yeah. Like, yeah, kind of reminded me of that. It reminded me of uh, Mortician, if you remember that band. I never never knew him. Um, I know the name. Drum Machine, Death Metal. Right. Pretty terrible. Um, but they're loved by a lot of people. I sort of thought of quite fondly, I think, because they did. It was it's like sub sub bass kind of um, guitar. I think it's actually bass actually, and then just a drum machine, and then someone sort of grumbling over a load of uh, film samples. So um, that's a lot better, I think. It's a bit more inventive. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> this um, this record label seems to be doing what um, Black uh, Black Flags Over Brooklyn are doing. Um, so they keep doing like compilations uh, against fascism and. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. So they've done noise course stuff. They've done um, quite a few tributes. Um, they did one called Noise Against Nazism. Uh, so, cool. yeah, worth checking out. So you can uh, find that at thehillsaredead.fancamp.com. Um, we've got nine classics for you this week. Um, we're going to be uh, sort of making our way through them. We've got a really varied one this week. So um, if you're sort of into um, uh, anything, there's bound to be something for you uh, this week. Um the next one we've picked is a band called Swan Valley Heights, and these are completely new to me. So, uh, how did you find this one, Pete? Was it a review? It was, yeah, and they're, they're on uh, Fuzzarama Records, which yeah. is Chuck Fighter's label. So, I was bound to come across them anyway, even if we hadn't got it sent through for review. I, I actually reviewed them uh, probably about a month ago, but we only published it last week. Um, really enjoyed it. It's, it's got a, a definite like colour haze vibe to it. I uh, don't know if you got that. Oh yeah, it's got um, like psychedelic stuff going on. And what I like about the track that we're going to play, uh, which is actually the the title of the album, "The Heavy Seed," um, it's yeah, it just builds up for ages and ages, and it's it's very sort of enjoyable. You played something quite similar a few weeks ago that just sort of drifted on by quite a bit. It's a bit kind of um, uh, wooden ship style kind of psychedelia. Mm. So this is yeah, but this is a, a little bit more stoner rock style, isn't it? Yeah, it's got, you know, I think there's three bands, I'd probably reference them in the review, but uh, Colour Haze is obviously a definite influence. There's, I mean, you know, they're from Germany as well. Um, there's a bit of Chuck Fighters in there, you know, like the label uh, Masters, and uh, probably kind of, and the Circus Leaves Sound Chaos. So they're obvious kind of references, but they manage, you know, the, if you're into Stoner, there's, you kind of understand the differences between those three three signposts and uh, they amalgamate them really well and I think you know they've created a really um, beautiful record out of it. Yeah, so I mean they seem to be going um, a few years. I think they they formed in about twenty sixteen from from the looks of the website. So um, have you come across like their earlier stuff before? This? No, no, no. First time I've heard them surprisingly, and yeah, I agree. I kind of I have kind of uh, dipped in since, but. I don't know how they've missed, you know, I've missed them before, but, you know, that being on Fuzzerama will give them a bit, you know, give them that exposure now because they've got, you know, they Fuzzerama do, you know, they link in with a lot of, typically the Swedish bands from which, you know, from the, uh, who Chuck Fighters know, but not exclusively. And uh, hopefully, the, you know, they deserve that kind of wider uh, exposure. 
yeah i mean it sounds great it sounds really sort of um a bit kind of um bramp york in places as well it's got that cool kind of laid back vibe to it so yeah i'm into it yeah good stuff um cool yeah we'll play this it's the um the heavy seed off the album the heavy seed and uh, i think it's out very soon so yeah see what we think
So that was uh, Swan Valley Heights bringing you some uh, stoner psychedelia there. Uh, we're going to go completely the other way uh, with this one. So we played um, this band, they're from Lincoln, uh, not long ago uh, when they released a split with uh, one of our favourite bands that we found this year called Slund. Um, but uh, yeah, here they are uh, with a sort of quick three track thing that they've um, just sort of sort of chucked out in the last few weeks, I think. So we talked about Throat Punch. Um, really amazing uh, band from Lincoln. Uh, just a four-piece. Uh, they seem to be Aikido, the gaming bars, uh, sort of house band at the moment. They support quite a lot of things, and they, they bring a lot of uh, bands to Lincoln uh, under the Fenland Hardcore Collective moniker. So, yeah, I, I'm all for supporting these guys because they're doing a lot for Lincoln, and they're bringing quite interesting bands through, um, usually on a weeknight, usually in a tiny little venue. So, yeah, good on them. But this one, uh, we're going to play um, Lahe, which is off their new three-piece um, sort of release. You can find this at Fenland Hardcore, uh, their band camp. Um, I feel like this is a bit of a step forward for them. Um, I think we were talking just off air just now. I think this is really a really interesting sort of take on what they've done before. Um, and I feel like this might sort of get people a bit more interested. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think, you know, from from the name, from the past experience, uh, you know, from playing them on here, uh, you know, because I'm I'm not kind of Lincoln Bay, so I'm not as aware of them as you are. They, sure. You kind of expect uh, there's something you expect about them, where it's like a sloppy power, violency, grindy, you know, type thing. Whether it's the name or the or whatever it is, I don't know. Um, this is tight. This is you know, it's kind of death metal. It's grind. It's this you know, the vocals are really cool. The vocals are amazing on it, in fact. Um, and then you know, there's bits in it. Which, it, it it's only three minutes long, but it's it's long enough for this type of song to kind of really change and evolve and, uh, you know, morph into different things. And when it goes slow, uh, about halfway through, two-thirds of the way through, it gets into, gets into real kind of sludgy waters as well. I found it really interesting. Yeah, there's... Um, I think I feel like there's something in the water at the moment in Lincoln. There's, there's quite a few bands sort of appearing that are this heavy. Um, went to see um, Skin Lover recently, and they played with Throat Punch, actually. Um and they, they, both bands had like kind of this um, quite an urgent vibe to them that I hadn't seen before. I mean, Skin Lover are brilliant, but they seem to have been listening to different records and taking on influences. And I'm, I don't know if Skin Lover have almost like egged on Throat Punch to sort of look at themselves a little bit. I don't know, but something about both the bands, they just sounded like on fire that night. So I feel mm. like, yeah, Lincoln's getting a bit of a name for itself and Throat Punch leading the way. So. Yeah, this is great. Um, we're just going to play this one. It's full of samples. It's full of um, noise. It's got some breakdowns in it. So, yeah, see what you think to this. This is Lahe. Randy, I decided to lay off the food for a bit and go on the booze. You were right. The bureau is clouding my judgment. I made a decision. I need to set up and get it through, Randy. You had to have one drink of beer, didn't you? You don't understand. The liquor's calling shots now, Randy. <laughs> Fuck my heart! 
that was Throat Punch from Lincoln. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about uh, a band called Couture Tres next. And um, as far as I can tell, they're from uh, Amsterdam. But uh, to me, they sound like they're from um, they sound like South America or something. Just from that's because like they are. <laughs> that's because they are. <laughs> they're from Venezuela, um, and I don't know why, but they've relocated recently to uh, to Amsterdam. Well, I don't know guess, why. I can guess why, but. You know. Well, maybe. Uh, yeah, they've um, they've been around for I don't know ten years or so, and I've been into them for you know been into them quite a long time. I've, I've yeah, got the records. Name yeah, I think, and they were they were bad, just like a stoner doom band, um, even even back then. And it's never completely fit, um, but only in you know in a positive way in terms of they've they experiment they've uh you know they've got different sounds they've, they've used the kind of um you know the influences of their continent and you know they've, they've pulled that all together always and, and they've always made interesting records which you know I've, I've always followed them for this release is it's just a bit of a stopgap really it's not it's not really uh, a new record it's uh, three uh, re-recorded songs from their last album, which was, came out in December 2017, and a live version of one of them. But still, you know, I, I jumped at the chance to, to play them because, I, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of them. And um, the, the, what's really interesting, I find that they've got, uh, they've got elements of neurosis in there. I think that's quite uh, obvious, but also kind of sepulchre as well. I don't know whether it's just in the vocal or what it is about it, but, you know, between those two bands, um, and adding a kind of a stoner and doom and experimental edge, I, I find them quite unique. Which, uh, and I think they've you know they've deserved a, a bigger, a, you know, a bigger fan base than they've got. Yeah, I mean, so the song we're going to play is called Day One, and I feel like it kind of, <clears throat> I feel like it kind of um, it goes off in tangents, and there's like um, towards the end, there's like a lead guitar that kind of comes to the front and. I feel like bands almost shy away from that sort of showcasing guitars now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of earnest kind of like, okay, this is a bit with a guitar solo and, and it, for this kind of music, it's, it's kind of strange. So I, mm -hmm. I really appreciate what they're doing. And it, yeah, it's got that tribal element to it. And certainly the artwork sort of reflects that as well. Um, and you can't get, to be fair, you can't get away from that sound in stone rock sometimes, can you? No, it's just like it's no, it, it flows through it. Yeah, and and you know, it's not like they, I don't think they, you know there are you know I've said already said neurosis and and sepulture and but that's within a doom setting within a stoner setting. It's it's it you know yeah they might kind of there are common themes within this music, but it's pulling from various places which are quite disparate. So uh, that to me makes for a unique sound and therefore um all you know all the power to yeah it's really interesting I, I quite like this um yeah so you can you can find this now um it's been released already uh at uh, culturatress.bandcamp.com um but i'd urge you to sort of like look into that back catalogue i mean have you got any recommendations for what people should maybe look at Pete? yeah there's an album called uh rizando alniedo uh, which came out in 2013, um, which I've had for for since back then. I think um, that that's fantastic. There's a song on it uh, called "Let me just look it up." Hole in your head. Uh, 
yeah. uh, which is amazing. And the whole album's really good. It, it kind of brings all that influence together. But, you know, dip in wherever, really. You know, the uh, last album, last album's got amazing, which these songs are kind of remastered from, uh, which is called La Secta. Again, you know, really brilliant. But, yeah, Rizando would be the one I'd kind of uh, recommend as a first port call. Brilliant. Okay, well, if you like this, uh, this is called Day One, then, yeah, check out that album as well. This is uh, Cultura Tres.
Okay, so that was Cultura Trez. Uh, we're going to talk about a band uh, with an absolutely ridiculous name. And uh, to be fair, I've been kind of avoiding this band uh, because of the name. And it's kind of that you get you get in, in Stone Rock and, and Doom, you kind of get these bands. And they come out with these stupid um, kind of uh, titles. And the, the Wizards, the Witches, the Bongs, and um, the Leafs, um, the... Um, the amount of imagery that's sort of borrowed from fantasy is getting a bit strange. And people have talked about this um, on other podcasts and people have talked about this endlessly at gigs and it's it's kind of like almost like a cliche uh, these days to talk about it. But uh, this band called Witch Vomit, and to be fair, it's absolutely brilliant. It's like um, this kind of, it's, it's death metal, um, but it's got like a dark underbelly to it. It's got this kind of rumbling kind of under, uh, sort of underlying menace to it, which I really like. So... Um, we were saying this off air, weren't we? But like, it's it's really bloody good, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, yeah. That hope that kind of you know that pulsating um, uh, heartbeat to it. Um, that you know the rotten uh, sense that covers it. That that that's what attracts me to this as well. And similarly, you know, I'd, I'd heard the name. They must be kind of being t- they're on uh, what's the label called uh, Twenty Bucks Bim, which you know has always got a good ear. So. They'd come up and, you know, there's so many death names, particularly in death metal as well. You know, I think Doom's got cliched. Death's got, you know, these ridiculous, um, you know, uh, names like this. But it's all about the music, and this is this is fantastic. I, speaking of which, though, the one thing I've got to pull them up on is the album title is Buried Deep in a Bottomless Grave. And I've been pondered. Does that make sense? Does that make any... <laughs> well, how can that make sense? It doesn't, but you know, it, I mean, the cold witch vomit doesn't no, really no. have to make and, sense. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's um, they're fully aware of that, and I hope so anyway. Um, no, really good, really good. You know, another band from Portland, we have one on practically every podcast, and uh, yeah, yeah really good. I kind of want to go to Portland because I, I imagine they've got amazing festivals and like gigs, and you can probably just like go to any dive bar and just find like four really good bands playing. Uh, really heavy, unusual stuff. So, yeah, I think if, if I ever go to America, then this is um, that's one place I'm definitely going to stop off just to see if it's actually just full of bands or whether they just play in studios and they never play gigs or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we talk about semantics, to be fair, the, the the song we're playing is called "Fumes of Dying Bodies." So, is that like are they starting to burn them before they're dead, or is it the fumes that they're creating as they die? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, I mean, this is just really heavy stuff, really um, quite, um, it pulled me in, I think. I mean, the whole the whole record is quite dense, um, and most of the songs are quite long. Uh, we've, we've gone for the last one uh, on the album called Fumes of Dying Bodies, but really you can sort of um, put on any one of these and just get kind of buried in it. So see what you think to this. This is um, Witch Vomit. You can find this at 20bookspin.com. Uh, or uh, tried their band camp as well. Uh, yeah, this is Witch Vomit. Enjoy. <laughs>
it's a delightful sense of uh, witch vomit there. Uh, we're going to talk about um, a band called Melancholia, uh, which Peter's sort of uh, discovered. So how did you come across this? They're just a two-piece, aren't they? But this sounds like a lot more. Yeah. The, um, I came across them just by chance on, where was it? On Facebook. In fact, actually, I should give uh, credit where it's due, which is, you know, like where you just kind of start following uh, meme pages or anything like with very niche meme pages. There's one called, I'll quickly look it up, it's uh, Black and Sludge Owl. And they just, they, you know, and, they, and they, they, you know, it's black, black metal, black doomed sludge. Uh, and it's, you know, mean, jokey memes about that. All a lot of the time they'll just post a link to a very dark album, you know, like the real kind of darker end of doom and sludge. Um, and it's often like new demos and things. And they post, you know, they posted this in, uh, in the last few weeks and I clicked the link because the artwork is amazing, unbelievably good. Yeah. Um, and listened to it and instantly loved it and thought, right, got to get this on here because, you know, this is, this, this sound amazing. Like you say, for a two piece, it's unbelievable. It's got that, um, you know, Lord Mantis, uh, Indian, Grey Widow, uh, you know, bleakness to it, yet kind of real heaviness and, you know, that's such a slow pace, yet still deliver this uh, immense thud to them. Really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, I, I really like the vocals that are sort of put through those strange filters where it sounds like they're sort of, you know, buried and kind of distorted, so it gives it a very sort of filthy sound, which is probably intentional. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can't quite place my finger on the influence there. But I think you're kind of right with that um, lumbering kind of sound with like Indian and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it just progresses like it kind of doesn't get any easier to listen to. No, um, no. Which I think is a mark of a good sludge band, really. You should be making it harder and harder to sort of, I don't know, like... If if you get too restful with with sludge, it can sound very lazy. But this this sounds like it's kind of applying the pressure all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's sometimes I, you know, like uh, your band Temple Steps and reminds me, you know, like I, you're not kind of exactly the same. But sometimes you kind of approach that end of it, you know, that real kind of um, bleak and uh, uh, bleak darkness to it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it and and. You know, there's three tracks on this release. They've got a previous release. We've got three tracks on it as well. There's a there's a song on the uh, the previous release called Cerebral Dirge. I think I'm going to confirm. Yep, that's what it's called. I recommend that as well. Just dive in both or uh, name your price. So, you know, you chuck them a bit of money um, because it's really good stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. So we're going to play the opening uh, track off this, which came out um, just a few weeks ago. So yeah, you can get this at uh, Melancholia dotbandcamp.com and this is Heap of Burning Scalps.
so that was the uh, the dirge that is uh, melancholia. Um, we're going to play something a bit more kind of um, I don't know, maybe like ritualistic next. So uh, this is the new one from Hope Drone. Uh, they've just released a new album. Uh, I think it's via Sludge Lord. I think I I think I found it via Sludge Lord. So um, this is really good stuff. Like uh, last week, uh, everyone was talking about the new Tool album. Um, and uh, I was a bit sick last week and I was just sort of laid in bed thinking, well, I can't sleep. Uh, I'm not going to move. What can I put on? And people were talking about this new Hope Drone album as well. So um, and talking about it uh, as being better than the new tool, which uh, I'm not sure about just yet. But yeah, this is this is absolutely brilliant. Um, it's kind of it's got an arm and raw feel to it, I thought. What do you make of this? Yeah, it, it might not be kind of your immediate sort of cup of tea, but. No, and it it isn't. You know, it's not this. You know, the expansive uh, post metal, black metal type. You know, black gaze, whatever. Um, but what I like about it is it it kind of maintains the you know a kind of black metal bite to it, and that's it's got to do that for, to maintain its interest. I kind of cut off with Death Heaven or whatever it is. You know, that whatever yeah. the um, the trends are with it. It's, if it's still got a ferocity about it you know like a menace which you can you know it's, it's at least around the corner if not ever present um I, I can still engage and therefore i did like this without it being my cup of tea so you know i think there's a the one kind of album that got me into that music um initially was a, a band called black monolith they never really got yeah. massive white but uh it has you know it reminds me a little bit of that rather than the the you know the drawn out uh post-rock landscapes which kind of lose me a bit so yeah i i, I get it if yeah, not necessarily. I, I absolutely get you there i mean um the the fact that this sat like to me this this whole album kind of flows very well but is actually quite immediate like it doesn't kind of dwell on things too much it kind of builds like like you expect post metal too sometimes but when it hits it's really really good and uh yeah the vocals are really good as well like really interesting um I just thought it was like very polished and quite in, you know, quite an engaging sound. So yeah, I thought they were worth a play. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, people are going well, on about them quite a bit as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. I just uh, while you mentioned it, I just wondered in terms of uh, the tool album, have you heard that? Um, well, I heard the. Um, See, everyone, I've heard about three podcasts talking about this now as well, so it's kind of <laughs> very cliche now. But We don't have um, to talk about it much. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I quite like Tool back in the day. Um, I didn't yeah. really like that last album, that 10,000 Days one. It just sounded a bit like Lateralis offcuts. Um, mm. And this new one's, I think it's got a bit of a panning from some critics, but I quite liked it. I listened to the whole thing yesterday at work just to sort of, Right. Just have an opinion, really, because I'm not <laughs> that bothered. I wasn't looking forward to it. I wasn't, you know, I don't really have an yeah. opinion on that band anymore. Um, yeah, but it's it's good. It's um, really well produced, and it's it sounds a bit more um, like it's got more space, and it's a bit more. They've messed about a bit on it as well. So right. there's a lot of like incidental music, um, like droney bits and sound experimentation on it. There's there's a track where it's just a bird tweeting and they've manipulated that tweeting um the lyrics are a bit different from the last one okay it's not amazing but it's 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 certainly interesting and certainly enjoyed like three or four really big tracks on it it's about okay. an hour and a half long though that's the only thing yeah all right yeah. so if you've got okay. an hour and a half yeah. to kill which i don't know if you if you do these days um, um well there you go 
Yeah, I, I liked him back in the day. I just, I, yeah. but I haven't felt it's slightest bit compelled to even listen to this. But anyway, sorry, we digressed. Yeah, that, that oh, first geez. track is really good. Um, the the title. Track. Okay. If people can listen to anything, listen to that. And a song called Descending. I'll give it a go as well. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah, Cheers. The whole album's pretty long though. Anyway, Hope Drone. Yeah. So um, they're from Australia, I gather. Um, really, really quite interesting. Really quite um, sort of taking the world by storm a little bit. So. I think this might be the next post-metal hope in terms of popularity, and I can certainly see why from this track. So yeah, we're going to play um, one of the shorter ones off it, so they're, they're quite expansive songs. Um, this one's called Forged by the Tide. <laughs>
So that was uh, a new one from the latest Hope Drone uh, record. Um, we're going to talk about a band called The Road next, and um, I gather these were one of the highlights of Doomlines, which I wasn't able to make because of uh, Supersonic Festival, but people have uh, sort of been talking about this band non-stop, and I gather a lot of people in Sheffield have got uh, The Road merch as well, so there's been a lot of um, t-shirt clashes at gigs since. Yes, yeah, they, they were fantastic. I've never heard of them before. Um, and, you know, sometimes you look at, uh, you, you go to an old day and you look at it, uh, you know, a strong old day and you think, where am I going to get a break? Where am I going to get, when, are, when am I going to pop out to get food? Because there were, there were two stages. Uh, and as soon as a band finished on one, they started on the other. And it was running from, I don't know, midday, 1 p.m. till 11 p.m. Um, and never heard of the road. It's quite an unassuming name. Um, for a band yeah. uh, who you've never heard of um, but they were second on so you know I, I went to watch them and they, they you know from straight away they blew me away the, the real kind of chest thudding um, noise to them are kind of they, they were fantastic you know and I, I, I didn't get a t-shirt myself but I don't blame you know I'm, I'm not surprised that others did as well uh, the great thing about Doomlines that day it was you know it's well populated from the start it's not one of those old days where you know you wait till six seven o'clock before people come in so um they made a lot of friends up in sheffield that day yeah. um you know they had something about it i'm not sure how much it comes across on the record uh, or whether it's just my opinion on the day i don't know but it reminded me like you know kind of uh floor torch type uh, thing to them but it's more I, I, I don't know there's a bit of that in this record um and it, that's come out i think this week or the last uh, last couple of weeks um, so I've been waiting for it ever since Doomlines because you know I went up to uh, Terry from Holy Spider who kind of organised it and was where did you come across these and he was like somebody dropped out last minute and they got in touch and he listed them and just decided to put them on because it was one of the early slots and it was a, it was a master stroke it was a great you know one of those great kind of finds you get in, in days like that yeah I feel like Terry's got his uh, finger on the pulse in terms of um, new bands of this style he, he sort of lives that kind of music so He's kind of well in with all the the new stuff, so I, yeah, he he's sort of got the magic touch when it comes to promoting. I think so. He's got some amazing lineups coming up. I'm uh, coming over for that despise you gig, and yeah, it's about good. three or four in a row. It's like wow. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sick for gigs at the moment. I know. I'm going to see uh, despise you. Who've got uh, Trappist and uh, Owner Snapper with them, yeah. and Coffins, Colts Blood, Swamp Coffin uh, on the yeah. Sunday. There's a gig on the Friday as well. That's all next week, and so yeah, it's uh, good times. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna be over for a few of those, and then uh, Temple Steps are playing with um, Coil Guns, Coil Guns and Yowcher and some others. So yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Uh, really good stuff yes. happening in Sheffield as usual, but it seems to be all at once at the moment. So that's great. Um, yeah, really cool. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this this record. By the way, I listened to the whole thing. Um, mm. I didn't know what to expect. It's got kind of like a, a lazy, a lazy comparison would be neurosis and, you know, epic kind of stuff like that. But it's got kind of um, a little bit like do you know that band June or um, yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Um, yes, yeah. It's got a progressive um, thing going for it, and mm. they obviously want to write big, um, big songs that sort of take yeah. up a lot of space and and sort of draw you in and. It's really atmospheric and yeah, just dead good. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to see them. Um, yeah, what and they are just saying, so. So it's just, I mean, it's like just you know, drummer and uh, guitarist, and you know, just heads down facing each other, 
just go at it. You know, the, there was no big show to it, but, but that kind of it added to that. You know, you know, don't know who they are. They don't know. You know, the names doesn't really give anything away. Um, and then this enormous sound emits, and and you know, you kind of blown back by it. So, um, in a weird way, that added to it also. Yeah, uh, I think it's one of those bands. Everyone they'll 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 creep into everyone's consciousness in in the UK because you know once they start playing gigs and once once this record gets wider, uh, you know, uh, press and whatever they need for it. Yeah, and again, um, it, it's from a city that's producing a ridiculous amount of good bands, Bristol. Um, yeah. So if you can you can find this, um, the, the the vinyl looks like it's about to sell out. So I'd get one if you can. Um, the um, the band camp's uh, a little bit hard to find um, if you're just typing in the road. So it's actually when will the road end? dot That's when will the road end? dot uh, We're gonna play um, the third track off uh, the the record. It's called uh, Thrall.
Okay, so uh, yeah, we're, we're going to end with um, possibly one of the best tracks I've heard in a while. So you've sort of sent this through, Pete, but this is um, Sentient Ruin, um, just sort of just a standard release from them, really. Like, they, they seem to be smashing it this year. Um, and this one's no different. This is absolutely brilliant. So we're talking about a band called Imperial Cult. And, you know, on, on first um, impressions, it's it's a pretty sort of plain-looking um, black metal release on, a, you know, black and white artwork and everything like that. But you turn it on, it's just ferocious, absolutely brilliant stuff. So it's about 34 minutes long, um, single track called Spasm of Light. And we're, not, we're obviously not going to play the whole thing. We're going to play like an excerpt that sort of shows you just how atmospheric it can be. But brilliant stuff, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's um, you know, we like you say, we, we know of it because it came through uh, Sentient Moon, which is an amazing label we've said so many times before. This is uh, members of, from what I can tell, is like a collective in Holland um, and who kind of are in multiple bands at any one time, um, one of which is they're called uh, Crypti, uh, who have just put a release through um sentient room themselves i think within the last month uh similarly what the single track if i remember right as well um but there's other bands you know the cryptide there's heavy natural uh who were this kind of uh they were like the cure but with weird metal noise you know noises and sort of black metal vocals over the cure kind of 80 synth type stuff um there's a band called dead neanderthals who do space drone stuff um and it's there's a, you know there's a list on the on the sensitive moon site and the, you know there's 10 12 bands in there and, and it's kind of you know a group of members who just put you know who have so much uh creative juice that they've got you know that they, they combine together and put out these different records which which is amazing it's unbelievable to think that you know that there's people out there who have such artistic skill and um you know, restlessness to, to produce so so many different avenues of stuff, and then to create, you know, not just to do, you know, you know, to be able to do multiple different styles at once is one thing, but to create amazing records within that, actually amazing records, not just in context of, of you know, of the of the spread, um, is 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 unbelievable almost, you know, how you can do that because this is this is a great record. This you know it has great moments on it. Yeah, it, it sort of goes through little patches of, of sort of different styles and different, um, you know, sections. But it, it sort of, it very much feels like it's right as a single track as well. It just sounds really natural to sort of just go through the half an hour that it takes up and just to sort of absorb it. It's, it's very, um, it, it goes into very atmospheric parts before it crashes into others. And I think we're going to play a bit, which is about, I don't know, about a, a third of the way in. Um, where it kind of breaks down a little bit and then just cracks back in with this. Just it, the spirit of Dark Throne is is sort of alive with these. I think like it sounds very old school in parts, but it's got that kind of uh, walls in the throne room sort of modern black metal sound to it as well. So they've got the balance completely right here. Um, I can't I can't sort of say enough about this one. It's, it's just really impressed me. Really really good stuff. So um, yeah, you can find this obviously at Sentient Ruin. Um, but it's also been um, released through a record label called uh, <coughs> uh, Novo Maggi uh, as well. So you can find that uh, find that in. Um, we'll, we'll put a link to the store. You can still buy the record uh, through there, even though it's sold out um, via the Imperial Cult Bandcamp. 
Uh, if you want to find more about this band, um, doesn't seem like they've got any other releases out um, as yet, but um, you can find this at imperial-cult.bandcamp.com uh, and I'd urge you to check it out straight away. We're going to play an excerpt from Spasm of Light, so see what you think of this. <laughs> 